wins it. Ho ho! Yes, again for the fourth time tonight. Their number one goal getter, Gabe Clausen. From Bramlett and a shot and a score! Cody Glass starts the scoring and the Predators lead at home. He can be the hero against Dalen Key for the left-handed shooter. Coming in, ran out of room! Genuzzi stops him! Hawks win! Their second best start! Franchise history. All right, I'm pleased to be joined by uh, Eric Vigo of uh, Gopher Puck Live. Uh, he's been covering the Gophers on the University of Minnesota for a, a long period of time, uh, and he is someone who's very familiar with. Uh, Chaz Lucius, who is going to be making his Portland debut on Friday. Uh, so with that, I'll welcome in, uh, Eric. Uh, how are you doing this evening? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so I, I know you've had the opportunity to to, to cover Chaz for, for a while, uh, both with his year at, at the University of Minnesota, but also kind of tracking a little bit his development as he uh, kind of prepared to come to the University of Minnesota. Overall, how would, I guess, would you say you would describe, you know, Lucius's game and uh, what type of player is he when he's on the ice? Lucius has so much natural scoring ability that it just draws your eyes when you watch him on the ice. You know, he finds his way into space to, to create scoring chances. He's got a great release. He's got a long reach. He's got a good heavy shot, and he just has a knack for scoring goals. He does really well when he plays with other good players who can possess the puck and, and do the dirty work winning pucks. And on the power play, he's really good on the flanks. Uh, operating there but I think those are kind of his big strengths on the ice and we saw flashes of it at Minnesota there were some injury issues that have popped up in his career to date uh, but when he's on he can really put bucks in the net yeah I guess is there is there you know is that the scoring ability is that maybe something that Winterhawks fans are going to be maybe most excited to to see with him is he kind of a game breaker is he someone who wants the puck on his stick is he kind of a player who can kind of be that top line player for for a team and maybe kind of you know break a game open I think especially against players his own age you know he's always kind of struggled where he's always played against older kids whether it's with the triple-A teams at Gentry Academy where he kind of started off or as he got to the program in Ann Arbor and then with the Gophers, he's always kind of playing with a year or two ahead of him or three years ahead. And so I think it was hard for him sometimes to make impacts in those types of situations. But you saw him in the World Junior as an older player really flash and make plays on the rush and in the zone. I think that's where he can make his impact. Sometimes when you see him in those other age tournaments like the U-17s, he can really drive play. And in those situations, he's done really well. I think he's struggled a little bit playing with older players and then trying to make in the AHL with trying to make his mark by himself against those more experienced players. And that's just the growth that he needs to go through as a player. So do you see him with him coming to, to juniors and kind of being one of the, the older players, you know, they, you know, the Western league here, they cap out at 20 years old. And so 
a lot of these players look at, you know, kind of their 19 year old season as kind of being kind of the veterans. Um, so you think that will probably benefit him. You kind of mentioned some of the injury concerns, you know, you know, some of these college programs, you know, uh, like Mankato's and St. Clouds, they've, they've got guys who maybe are 22, 23 years old, uh, kind of grown men that, that he's playing against, especially in the, the AHL. And you, there's been some injuries and even this year, you know, leading up to world juniors, mm-hmm. do you have any concerns about kind of long-term injury and kind of his, his ability, or do you think by going up against guys more his age that he'll be able to kind of stay healthy? I think playing against kids his own age is definitely going to help him stay healthier and gain some confidence. You know, some of the injuries he's gone through are kind of freak bone things. Like he had this bone lesion in in his knee that created some issues. He had to have surgery for that. Uh, He had a broken hand, had to have some procedures to help that. He had an issue in his foot, had to have something with that. And they're all kind of, you know, bone injuries, which when you talk to strength and conditioning people you can't really help those now the shoulder issue that's something different and that's maybe trying to make a step too quick to the ahl against those big heavy players who are really experienced so i think stepping back and playing major junior in the dub is going to be great for him because he will fit in perfectly with portland i would think on the power play top line score and he's a player that wants to play center again I know that wasn't something that he was able to do at Minnesota just because of the depth Minnesota had at center when he got there, but his playmaking ability is something that would fit that position. Yeah. You kind of touched on that a little bit. How, how did Bob Motzko like to use him? Uh, you know, obviously Portland or excuse me, University of Minnesota was pretty deep up front, uh, you know, and, and they are again this year, uh, you know, especially with, you know, with Snuggerud and, and Logan Cooley and Matthew Nyes, which is just a, an incredible line. And I know Portland fans have asked, you know, because Jimmy Snuggerud was also drafted. Matthew Nyes was a list player of Portland. I think there's been a lot of connections between Portland and Minnesota over, over the years. And mm-hmm. obviously those are two very different paths for for, uh, for a player to, to choose, but how would you say that Bob Motzko liked to use him, and especially on the power play, because one of the areas that Portland is is not necessarily struggling struggling right now, but that their power play has kind of been in a funk. They don't really kind of have um, that go-to guy. They've got a good net front player, uh, but they don't really have someone who can, you know, kind of really shoot the puck from, from the flanks or, you know, they're trying to set up some of these one-timers, but they're not quite clicking quite yet. Um, I guess overall, how, how do you, would you say Bob Motzko used Lucius while he was there? Well, Bob gets kind of cautious with how he uses these young, pretty much straight to college freshmen. And he kind of gives them a little bit of time and sees how much they can handle. And he set them up with a great situation with Matthew Nyes, you know, who's a great prospect for Toronto, probably could be in the NHL right now if he wanted to, but he wanted to come back for another chance with Minnesota. And he put him with Ben Myers who was probably the top sought after undrafted free agent last year coming out of college hockey who signed with the Avs because he wanted to push himself. And so when Bob put him with those two players, Lucius just had the benefit of being able to feed off them and find little holes to create offense. And when he was in the lineup and healthy, he was able to do that. Now on the power play, because Bob was kind of sprinkling ice time to Lucius right away, he didn't really get a chance to make his mark. And then as he comes back from injury, you know, the Gophers started to have some chemistry on their second unit where Lucius might have been able to fit in, and there just wasn't really a spot for him there. So I, I think Minnesota fans missed out on some of that power play potential that Lucius has, yeah. uh, but but he's definitely got it. You can just see it. I went to a lot of practices, and you could just see that flash and that skill. Yeah. 
you know, I think, you know, from, from following your work at Gopher Puck Live and and just kind of following the Gophers in the NCAA, you know, Bob Motzko, I think, talks a lot about getting the ground game going. And, you know, Portland likes to play like kind of with a track meet kind of style. They like to kind of push the pace, uh, kind of push the, uh, the play and kind of kind of get up, go and get pucks in, you know, generate chances off the rush. How, how do you feel Lucius's skating style may fit in the Western League for, compared to like what you've seen in, in the NCAA? I don't know if I'd describe Lucius as a game breaker with his skating, but it's good enough where he can keep up with the play. And then it's his lateral movement. I think that separates him. He's able to move laterally to create shooting lanes that aren't there initially, where he's able to change the pace of his rush to create bigger gaps than you'd expect. You know, some guys, they just know how to play one speed, but I think Lucius has kind of figured out, you know, sometimes you got to be like Mav and hit the brakes and let him just fly right by you. Sure. And he's he's got that ability to see that conceptually and execute it. Yeah. How about on the the, the defensive end? I know you know Matsko likes to kind of kind of shield some of the, the freshmen as best as he can. But you know when 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 Lucius comes here, he's going to slide into that that top line role. And uh, you know the Winterhawks have had you know a, a couple good centers right now. But how do you feel that he'll do kind of in, in the defensive side of the game? Um, you know from what you've seen. I mean, I definitely think it's an opportunity for him to have some growth at Minnesota. You know, you look for him to maybe win a few more battles and get engaged a little bit more physically. Yep. We just didn't see enough of that. And I think part of that's that age gap where he's 18 and he's going up against 24 year olds. Sometimes I remember his first goal with the Gophers. He was like one of the youngest players on the ice and he's competing against one of the oldest players in college hockey and Lucius won out and got the goal. So okay. he does have that ability to battle against those kind of players. It's just he needs the experience, and that's why I think the dub is going to be perfect for him. Yeah. You know, Portland's got a, a, pr- a pretty good strength and conditioning coach uh, in Rich Campbell here, and I know that uh, the University of Minnesota's got um, – is it Cal- is it still Cal Dietz? Cal Dietz, yeah. Yeah, who just – you know, I think those are two really good types of, of players or, or coaches that help players kind of grow and mature. How do you see uh, Lucius's kind of off-ice – um, conditioning and things and how have you kind of seen him grow from you know the time when he maybe first started and maybe you know you didn't quite get to see that that second season with maybe when Cal Dietz can really kind of kind of work some of his magic but is is that the type of player though that is willing to kind of put in some of that piece and kind of that work in practice and it's going to be a little bit different going from you know NCAA where you play two games a weekend to now you know Portland's going to have a stretch of four games in five nights it's a little bit of a different kind of style of playing hockey and things, but how do you feel from a strength and conditioning standpoint, Lucius is uh, developed? It's hard to say exactly how well he developed at Minnesota just because of the injury things that go on uh, in his career. But one thing Cal talks about is that first year is almost like a learn to train season where you just build a base and he's been robbed of that a little bit with his injuries that he's had to rehab from and, and come back from. You know, I I don't really see him as a player that has issues with conditioning. You know, yeah. you'd like him to add a little bit more strength, and so maybe he gets a little more explosive. But I think those are all things that just come with a young player developing. And yeah. his scoring ability is something you can't teach, and it doesn't depend on speed or strength. It's it's his brain that really makes it happen for him. Yeah. Is that what is that what I think? You know, we've t- we've touched on it, but that's probably what Portland is going to look for most. Is you know, it, you know, I think kind of the the stat that has been thrown out there is you think this guy could be a you know point and a half to two point a game player in, in the Western League. 
Um, you know, he's like you mentioned, he's played with some really good players. I think he's going to come into Portland and be pretty clearly with no offense to their, their current roster. He's going to be the top of the, you know, he's going to be the go-to guy when, when Portland has basically kind of rolled four lines, they've got some pretty cerebral guys, but you know, not with the type of players that you're talking about, like with Ben Myers or Matthew Nyes. So do you see him as someone who can maybe can help drive the line or is he best as kind of a support uh, piece? And do you think he may be looking forward to the opportunity to being the go-to guy? Cause even with his time at the national team, there's a whole bunch of really good players on, on that program as well. Is, is this maybe going to be the first time since he's been, you know, triple a that he's going to be the guy on a team. Well, I think even with the development program team, he was one of the go-to goal scorers and he can drive a lot of offense. And he's also good enough to recognize when the defense really starts coming to him and taking away his options, he's able to see outlets. So I I really think that he's going to have no problem being a go-to scorer. I mean, point of game, I think, is the floor with him as he gets comfortable. And then as he gets to know his line mates, you know, that point and a half, two point a game thing is definitely there waiting for him. I mean, this this kid is somebody who's basically been almost like a professional since he was about 15 or 16. His family basically started a charter school for hockey to help his development and playing in AAA tournaments while that school got its footing. And now they're a team as a high school that's playing in our state tournament wow. year to year. I mean, he has just kind of jump-started that program and that family has started that and it's been really successful and it's allowed him to get a lot of experience in the game. And I, I don't think he'll have any problem adjusting. Yeah. One of the other kind of, kind of last comparisons that I'd make is, University of Minnesota is a very mobile uh, def- defense unit. Uh, they, they don't they like to move the, the puck. You know, I think he's played with Jackson uh, Lacombe for for a big uh, chunk of time. Ryan Johnson, guys who are who are really good at kind of moving moving the puck up the ice. Mike Kester, uh, guys like that who are who are pretty mobile. And Portland's you know they're not a big heavy uh, you know defensive core. Um, you know, is do you think that will help him as he's kind of used to that style of you know being able to accept those long breakout passes and being able to kind of support uh, kind of a more mobile uh, defensive uh, unit? Because Mike Johnson here likes to really have his center almost sometimes you know play back closer and almost act as a third defenseman. Do you think that will help him given his experience at Minnesota? I think he's going to want to lean more towards that wing who's getting down the rush and flying the zone. We didn't see a lot of him playing, you know, center type positions below the dots, supporting the D as that third guy back there. He's more of a guy who wants to get up and go North as quick as he can and, and get those rush scoring chances. So he's definitely used to those dynamic defensemen who can get the puck off quick and really start the transition or any kind of turnover. You know, guys are looking to go North. Lucius is definitely one of those types of guys. Sure. I've, I've asked all my questions. Is there anything else about Lucius that I might have missed that that you've seen or that you think Portland fans should should be aware of uh, of this player? I think uh, just be aware that he is pretty much a pro. Like the way he handles the media, the way he handles the fans, you know, he is a very mature player who I think can handle kind of a lot of pressure on him and and whatnot. And I know Bob Motzko kind of compared him a little bit to Thomas Vanek. At Minnesota, who won a NCAA title and just poured goals in the net in college hockey, and went on to score lots of goals in the NHL too. And he's just got that flair for for scoring big goals, and he and he shows emotion when he scores the big goals, and that can really get a team going. Yeah, um, you know, for for people who want to follow you and, and go for Puck Live, I know there's a lot of you know 
people who are going to be watching and listening to this of, you know, are, are you know, keep an eye on, on Winterhawks prospects, but if they want to kind of get in and learn more about the University of Minnesota and, and kind of the NCAA hockey, what's maybe the best way for them to kind of maybe get connected or, or, or follow along with, um, with, with Gopher Puck Live? Yeah, best way to follow me is uh, my Twitter. It's evigo uh, at Twitter. And then um, at Gopher Puck Live is our is our website we do a weekly podcast pretty much live every wednesday night at 9 30 central time yeah. and we get guests on from other schools writers that cover the team and we really talk a lot of college hockey uh like this week we'll have one of the beat writers from the michigan daily on to talk about our big series coming up with them sure. and we try to do that throughout the year as we get closer to tournament time we'll have some bigger guests as well yeah yeah i appreciate that and you know i think you know one of the things you do is you do a beer of the week uh, you know, beer is pretty big out here in Portland. Do you have any hoppy beer recommendations that, that you could throw that you might know that are is maybe out this way that, you know, fans could maybe um, try to, are you into any of the hoppy beers? I am very much into the hoppy beers. It's hard to know exactly what from our area is traveling out nationally. Sure. Uh, Surly Brewing is kind of the, the big one right now that's spread its wings a little bit and they make a double bladed ax man. Which okay. is a double citra hopped beer that's like ten point eight percent comes in a pint. Uh, it's a great hoppy beer. Uh, Axeman's one of my favorite regular IPAs, and I kind of tend towards more of that straight uh, Northwest IPA. You know that piney citrus stuff. Um, Steel Toe makes a really good one too, size okay. seven. So if anyone's ever in the area, those are yeah. two definitely to look for. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your, for your time here. And uh, we, we, re- we really appreciate you kind of, you know, shedding some light for us on, on Chaz Lucius and um, you know, th- that will, you know, as we, we get to see him for about, you know, 30 or 40 games and, and uh, plus the playoffs. So we, we really thank you for your time. All right. Enjoy it. All right. Thanks.